Hello, fabulous friends, fans, and superstars. Welcome to your horoscope for the week of July 30th, 2023. I am your astrologer, Nadia Shaw. Thank you for being here. It is a remarkable astrological week, without a doubt. Big moves happening in the sky now. And boy, is this a very special time. One of the big celestial events taking place this week comes down to a full moon taking place in the sign of Aquarius. And Aquarius, as an energy in and of itself, has to do with the collective. It has to do with an understanding of ourselves in relation to larger groups. It asks us what it is that we believe we owe other groups as well. And it is the energy of Aquarius that, while having to do with the collective, can at the same time be hyper-individualistic and finding that right balance in the midst of what sometimes can be tension is part of the opportunity of this time. And some things to consider are, is that this particular full moon is essentially setting the stage for a blue moon to take place at the end of the month. And so a blue moon has been defined in a couple of different ways, but one of the more common ways is when a month has two full moons in it. As is the case now, we will start the month on a full moon in Aquarius. We will end the month of August on a full moon in the sign of Pisces. I'll be here to talk about it every step of the way, but that full moon in Pisces is the blue moon. It is now as we begin a month with this full moon energy playing out, chances are whatever might be transpiring, in some way we will find a direct link, a furtherance, if you will, even more emotional of a rise to take place at the end of this month with that blue moon set to take place. That blue moon has very different energy than this one. It's in a water sign. It's intuitive and emotional, but it's also standing across the sky from Saturn. There's an element there of feeling held back or restrictive or needing to be honest about where our compassion is, but also the limits of our compassion as well. The energy of Aquarius isn't so much compassionate as it is more rooted in a desire to do what's right, what's fair, what's rational. But even prophecy and rationality are intimately connected, uh, especially on a level of archetype. Both are the domain of Apollo, after all, uh, who was the sun god for a period of time in ancient Greece. Aquarius. This is an energy that can also be rebellious and erratic and uncertain. And it is this particular full moon that we have this week, that we start a brand new month with, that is activating another configuration on the same day. And that is a supremely harmonious alignment taking place between Mars and Jupiter. Mars in the sign of Virgo, Jupiter in the sign of Taurus. These are both Earth signs. So there's a practicality to them. There's also a sense of embodiment to them as well. It's about looking at what we've manifested and also focusing our energies with confidence towards what it is that we further desire to manifest. And if it was just a full moon taking place along with this supremely harmonious energy, with Mars and Jupiter, I would say, okay, chances are there's a lot of emotion on the surface, which is true, but we're channeling it in a way that 
ultimately serves us well. We are emboldened by confidence that has an emotional connection. And while all of that is still true, um, there is energy here of tension with that full moon and this configuration. But I actually think that can work to our advantage. When energies are way too harmonious, way too easy, well, what tends to happen then is it's an inclination for us to feel like, oh, everything's great, everything's wonderful, and we just kind of go along for the ride. We're not nearly as proactive as those times of tension where we feel like something ought to be different, something should be different, and we feel propelled towards taking action to make our circumstances better in some way. The energy of Mars and Jupiter being Earth, it's about practical things that we can do to make things better, but ultimately rooted in some sense of a more idealistic understanding of ourselves, but also our understanding of each other, differentiating ourselves in the context of the groups we belong to, but also who we know ourselves to be. The full moon will be speaking in a conversation of tension with Jupiter. That can be tricky. Whenever we have Jupiter squares, that is overdoing it in quotes, it. Uh, that is going way too far, perhaps doing way too much. That is an understanding that can feel expansive in some way, but it is also a sense that things should be better. They ought to be better. And where we channel those feelings into action, well, we can make incredible gains. There's activity promised now. But we've also got an alignment between this full moon and Mars. And it's a type of alignment that astrologers call a quincunx. And this is an energy that is characterized as possibly building for a while. Maybe we acknowledged it was there. Maybe it was harder to do so. But then it feels like very quickly it pops up. It shows up and we have to deal with it. We have to address it. But in so doing, we're able to bring resolution very quickly as well. The energy of a quincunx really rarely does it linger. For the most part, we're able to recognize what's going on, even if we didn't want to listen to those intuitive prompts leading us to this moment. And we recognize it, we address it, and we move forward. Mars is adrenaline. It is the adrenaline rush. Um, it can be anger as well. It can be attraction as well. And so it is Mars that ultimately represents an energy that arises from deep within us. Could be called a primal energy, um, our own instincts, what it is that feels like it pushes our buttons perhaps, or what it is that gets a rise out of us, whether that rise is something we interpret as a good thing or not. And so the fact that we've got this energy with Mars, I find rather interesting because it's like very quickly, we may feel that sense of being provoked, uh, having buttons pushed, needing to address a matter very quickly, perhaps with a lot of emotion to it. And yet that square to Jupiter says there is hope at this time. The energy of Aquarius in and of itself is a very hopeful energy. It's associated with higher ideals and wishes that we might have for our lives. And it also has to do with humanity as well. Now, where does the individual fall where it comes to the good of the collective? I recently had a conversation with Pamela Quinn that really stood out to me because 
she and I spoke about uh, the energy of Aquarius, especially in the context of Pluto. Of course, you know, I love talking about Pluto in Aquarius. And she had some interesting takes on that. I'll link to that interview below. It was so fascinating. But she talked about how she believes that Pluto in Aquarius represents sacrificing the individual for the good of the collective. And that could be one way that this shows up. But in the context of this full moon specifically, it's not so much energy of sacrifice here. It's energy that's more adamant, that's more assertive. And so I think the more likely scenario, at least with this full moon, has to do with our understanding of individual autonomy. As much as Aquarius is about the collective, it's also about living off grid, being hyper individualistic. As much as Aquarius can represent technological advancement, it can also be those who refuse to participate in them. And so where does that right balance lie? I think we're going to see a magnification of understanding on this very dichotomy that exists within us. All of us want a sense of being seen as our own person, as an individual, having a sense of us knowing something about ourselves that allows us to be autonomous, be independent. In fact, people who are able to exercise some independence, they tend to be a lot more self-knowing, self-possessed, which is really the definition of confidence. When we've got a square of Jupiter, overconfidence is something that we do need to be careful of, and yet we may be spurred to action in some way. And that spurring to action very likely is going to be rooted in some sense of saying, no, this is who I am as an individual. And whatever may be happening, whatever's good for the collective or not, we cannot forget the individual. That is likely to take place on a more cultural level for the collective. More personally, we may need to be mindful of our own conceptions of the independence that we hold ourselves to have and where maybe we're not being honest with ourselves about how interdependent we actually are with each other. They say that no person is an island. That is part of what the Aquarius vibration seeks to affirm for us. No person lives completely isolated. And yet, those people who, even though they don't, for all kinds of reasons they don't, when it really comes down to it, if they really, really had to, they could, those tend to be the people who hold themselves with a greater sense of self-assurance. They're the ones who are able to actually give that much more to the collective as well. Now, the other big celestial event might seem like a bit of a non-event on the surface, but could end up being tremendously important. And that is on Friday, Mercury goes into shadow. This is where Mercury begins to walk the path that he will eventually retrograde back over. Here we are again. Mercury does go retrograde about three, sometimes four times a year. And so when Mercury does go retrograde, or at least enters shadow, as is the case now, it is what is taking place as we're ending this week, entering next week, that we will in some way see differently as we navigate further. And so now it is Mercury in shadow. It is going to be as we move into the second 
part of this month of August. Right around the 21st is when Mercury will officially go retrograde. It will be mid-September that Mercury will go direct. And when Mercury goes direct will be where Mercury is now this week and as we end this week in particular. And that is likely to be the time when we see whatever transpires right now differently in some way. And then it is going to be at the very end of September that Mercury will leave shadow, thereby ending the larger retrograde period. And so we're at the beginning, the very beginning of a powerful and important journey. And the fact that as you begin this journey, what's also interesting is on Wednesday, Mercury will stand across the sky from Saturn. And this is a conversation that is not part of the larger retrograde season. So I find that rather interesting. It happens just before we begin. The actual retrograde season itself is going to have beautiful alignments with Mercury and Jupiter, repeated alignments there, supremely harmonious alignments there. And also it is going to be as we get further into the second part of August, that Mercury will stand still in the sky within orb, hanging tight a conversation of supreme harmony with Uranus. So you can see overall, there's really good energy here to look forward to, absolutely. But just before we start the season, there is that moment of perhaps tension, perhaps restriction as well as is the case with oppositions to Saturn. What I find with Saturn is when we have a Saturn opposition, it's like someone else is trying to be the boss of us. That's not easy. That's not comfortable. And given that Mercury is in the sign of Virgo, a sign that has to do with expertise, some of us may feel as if we have our own expertise challenged in some way where it is that we have felt we have gained or earned a level of mastery, it could be questioned by someone that perhaps we never thought of as someone who would question us or could question us. Someone who we thought of as an equal or maybe not even in the same sandbox, as they say. Regardless, though, the great thing about oppositions is that they invite us to see ourselves differently, to see ourselves more deeply. And so this is a chance for all of us in at least one area of life to recognize where it is that we actually are quite good at what it is that we do. Now, there is also the factor of us getting a reality check from someone else. That's the other way this energy could manifest because it's a Mercury opposition. Well, that has to do with what is being communicated to us the messages we're receiving, the types of conversations and interactions we're having with other people that end up in an instant showing us some truth that may not be easy to fully accept or embrace. Regardless, though, it is oppositions of Saturn that aren't necessarily easy. And very often, the best approach is just patience. It's breathing. It's moving through it. It is striving to be restrained, if only for yourself, to do the right thing, if only for yourself, and to know that what other people choose, that's on them. That's on them in terms of their state of spirit, in terms of karma, and so much more. But it's what you choose that is your place of power. And so this is a chance to choose our words wisely. 
Do we like how we're expressing ourselves, what we're saying, how we're saying it? Is what we are about to say going to further a sense of self-respect or is it going to take us further away? That's the larger question here. Now, just because we are quote unquote reality checked doesn't mean that that reality is accurate. Sometimes the reality is just who other people really are or at least one side of other people, some understanding of what is really going on. It is this energy that can take us aback, if only for a moment, but that moment is valuable. That moment invites us to have that split second of a pause. Choosing our reactions can go a very long way to ensuring that we earn a measure of respect, perhaps only our own. But for all that, Friday comes, Mercury is in shadow, and as we navigate further, we've got some beautiful mercurial energy, uh, and I will be here to talk about it every step of the way. And whatever happens, whatever tension may be there, the great thing is that because it isn't an ongoing opposition with Saturn that's a factor here as part of this larger Mercury retrograde season, which means that it'll represent a moment, and then the moment moves on and you move on as well to see things more expansively, more optimistically, and more positively as well, especially once we navigate into next week and beyond. What I love about this week for us, there's so much here. It's a valuable and meaningful astrological moment. Well, look, the energy of Aquarius, that full moon is likely going to be the star of the show. Full moons tend to get the glitz, the glamour, and the glory. And of course, it is because of a full moon starting a month that we end up welcoming in a blue moon to end this month. So in some way, what happens now at this full moon might be evoked or understood differently in some way once we navigate to the end of August. But this energy as a standalone invites us to consider what it is that makes us unique in and of ourselves. It also invites us to look at what we owe each other and our connection to the collective. Now, of course, it is Aquarius that can also be an energy of rebellion, of evolution and revolution as well. And with that quincunx to Mars, that square to Jupiter, well, there could be some spontaneous movement that springs up very quickly at this time that has a lot of passion. But the fact that it's a quincunx of Mars tells me that as the energy springs up, as it shows up, the resolution may come very quickly as well. This might just represent a moment of heightened feeling, belief, emotion, desire to change. But then how do we meet that? How do we understand that, especially in the context of our own unique circumstances? That is what the Aquarian vibration always takes us back to. Yes, this is happening for the collective, but what does it say about me? Whether you speak up or you don't speak up or you participate or it relates to you or you understand it or you don't understand it. Personalizing these big collective events helps us to also consciously decide if we like whom it is that we are what it is that we're showing ourselves about our own truth. We may get a chance to do just that right now and to also consider what it is we like about our independence. 
what it is we like about being autonomous. Because we need both. We need connections with other people. Even the most individualistic chart with all kinds of Uranian energy all over it. Maybe you have Uranus in your chart that's squaring all kinds of things in your chart, right? That tends to make for a very independent soul. I know a little bit about uh, Aquarian vibrations. And yet, no one is an island. Whether it is that you need other people just to move through your day to survive or move through a given week or a month, uh, whether it is that we need those connections with other people for our mental health, we are ultimately social creatures, without a doubt. And that can be for better or worse. This is something that Gabare Sibide said, how do we know who we are if we never see ourselves? Well, it is this Aquarian full moon that in very quick moments, likely have been brewing for a while, but come on with a lot of passion and a lot of determination, uh, they are going to invite us to see ourselves reflected in some way. Where we like the reflection, we can work towards amplifying it with great passion and conviction. But where we don't, we might just be granted the tools for meaningful change to occur with absolute faith in our hearts that things can be better. Well, thank you so much for watching. What do you love about this week? Let me know in the comments below. I love reading you guys. And to prove it to you, here are some of my most recent favorite comments. Thank you to everybody who likes, who comments, who subscribes, who shares, who thumbs up. All of it means so much. Thank you. And if you want to know, how all these wonderful transits this week speak to you in your sign. Log on to NadiaShahSuperstars.com where you get expanded, exclusive video scopes each and every week for as low as just $3 a month with Choose Your Membership Rate. Higher tiers get you things like all access passes to Synchronicity University events, consultations with me, and so much more. All of this in the superstar space at NadiaShahSuperstars.com Links are in the description below. Synchronicity University has some incredible programs coming up very soon. I'm so excited to share them with you, along with a very special live in-person event that you can also join online as well. So there's so much to talk about here. We've just launched a whole bunch of Synchronicity University programs, and I want to start with the one and only Kira Sutherland. She is a world leader in medical astrology. She is such a star. And it is proving to be the case that since launching her class just a few days ago, there is so much enthusiasm for what it is she brings and what it is that she has to share. It is Choose Your Tuition Rate on right now for about another month. And really, there's uh, probably not going to be any other opportunity to learn from Kira Sutherland at this low a rate. You will get a good understanding of medical astrology and how to apply it right away towards your good health. I know Kira, she is a friend of mine. You've seen her on my channel before, and she has this really authentic and genuine passion for improving the health and well-being of others through astrology and remedies guided by astrology and so much more. You're going to learn about all of that and empower yourself on a health level by taking her course. So again, for a very limited time, you can choose your tuition rate to learn from 
truly a master of medical astrology, the one and only Kira Sutherland at synchronicityuniversity.com. Links are in the description below. Synchronicity University presents my dear friend, the brilliant astrologer, Rachel Lang. Now, Rachel is the author of Modern Day Magic, which is eight simple rules to bring magic into your life. She is a brilliant author, widely recognized, and now she is coming to Synchronicity University with Modern Money Magic, a course that focuses entirely on money. I know other than health and love, money tends to be one of those things that we try to understand in our lives through astrology. And she is so much about understanding what prosperity is for you and how to magnify it, but also gives you lots of practical tools of what you could be doing to approach or magnify prosperity in your life in real ways. So it isn't just about the prosperity of happiness, which is great, but it's also about understanding that there is something within you that through sharing, you can provide for yourself and to those to whom you are responsible. You can improve your finances in very real ways. And so Rachel is going to teach you all of that. This is an exciting opportunity to learn from Rachel Lang. She was so popular when she taught before at Synchronicity University. And so, yes, now she's back. Choose Your Tuition Rate is on for a very limited time to learn from the one and only Rachel Lang, Modern Money Magic at SynchronicityUniversity.com. Links are in the description below. Synchronicity University presents a truly incredible, very special speaker series this September 2023. We have got truly a living legend and upcoming big dogs joining us this September. This is a speaker series not to miss. Our big dog is going to be Richard Tarnas, the one and only living legend of a astrologer, author of Cosmos and Psyche. This is so huge, I have to tell you, and I'm so happy that it is going to be Richard that will be teaching live, presenting live a talk. Uh, and so Richard is really world-renowned, his works, his books, he's a Harvard-educated professor, and then he transitioned to astrology, he's been doing so much in that field for so many years now, and so this is a chance to actually learn from Richard, live and in real time, and at a choose your tuition rate, really the lowest rate you're ever going to get to learn from the likes of Richard Tarnas. He is our big dog, and that is something that just humbles me and fills me with gratitude that I get to make authors and astrologers of this caliber available to the masses at Choose Your Tuition Rate. That's the mission of what Synchronicity University really is all about. And it is him that really exemplifies this that much more with his great accomplishments and world renown that he brings to Synchronicity University. We've also got Jen Zart in her own right. She is leading the way. She is an author, a book publisher, an academic as well. So it looks like I'm going to get a chance to nerd out this coming uh, September speaker series. She's also a very dear friend of mine. She is so brilliant. This is going to be a talk with her on Mercury that you are not going to want to miss. 
Cassia Kristoff is back at Synchronicity University, this time teaching on critical degrees. And this is all about understanding how important certain parts of a given sign are, particularly the very beginning and the very end. And as an evolutionary astrologer, she's going to help you to understand the journey of the soul in understanding those critical degrees. She is so brilliant. I'm so happy to have her back. And then my dear friend, Natalia, she is coming to Synchronicity University as well as part of the September Speaker Series. And she is a Brazilian astrologer. I hung out with her so much when I was in Brazil for three months earlier this year. And I learned so much astrology from her. So I'm really thrilled that she now is going to be at Synchronicity University. I hope that you will check her out and she is going to help you to understand the myths behind the 12 signs. And finally, we're going to have Nadia Shaw. I am coming back. I'm sort of filling in last minute uh, here. I said, yeah, let me get in there when we had a bit of a change taking place. And it's going to be a check-in. I am going to be speaking to you, hanging out with you, and we're going to be talking about how has the little taste of Pluto and Aquarius gone for the collective, but also for you, depending on your sun sign and your rising sign. So not only are we going to explore some of the insights we've had so far as part of preparing for this huge transit that, although we have begun, we're getting a little bit of a respite from before we really jump in next year. And so we'll be checking in, but then I'll also be giving you uh, some insights into what Jupiter in Aquarius could mean for you for your sign. Now, if you want a deeper dive into what Jupiter for your sign could mean for you, you might want to check out the decade ahead horoscopes that I've done before. And I will link to uh, the video on YouTube before that I did a few years back, because I know I've been talking to you about uh, Pluto and Aquarius, but it was in the decade ahead video scopes that I really dived very deeply in what it means for each sign. So you can learn more about that at the link below. You can download the extended horoscope for your sign at NadiaShaw.com. It's an exciting speaker series coming up ahead, isn't it? And I am just filled with gratitude filled with enthusiasm as well. It's going to be a very special speaker series. At synchronicityuniversity.com, Choose Your Tuition Rate is on for a limited time. Links are in the description below. I am thrilled to announce my involvement with the Canadian Astrology Conference coming up this September in Calgary, Alberta. It is going to be just so much fun. One of the big astrology parties of the year. And it's taking place in Canada. And I will be there as MC moving through this conference. And we have a special international guest, the one and only, the great Rick Levine, brilliant world-renowned astrologer. Rick Levine is coming to Canada so that he can give a workshop and give a keynote as well. And we've got other incredible, brilliant astrologers from across Canada joining us in Calgary, Alberta. So if you are anywhere near Calgary, Alberta, whether you are in the U.S., whether you are in Canada, uh, you are very welcome to join us. 
the great thing is that flights happen no matter where you are. So if you just want to hang out with other astrologers, join an astrology party. This could be wonderful for you to tap into and to join us live. And there'll be lots of fun. Now, if it is that the talks, you know, they're very interesting, you'll learn a lot. But if you decide instead that, you know what, I just want to go for the party, you can do that because there is going to be a Saturday banquet. That's where Rick Levine's keynote is going to take place. And so you can join us for a meal, for dancing, for fun, uh, for an inspiring talk by the one and only Rick Levine and so much more. So whatever part of your September weekend this conference falls into, you would be very welcome. I hope that you will join. I am super excited about this. I know so many of the people who are going to be there as speakers or just as friends and fellow astrologers. And I know that the sense of community that is set to take place uh, very likely is going to be meaningful to so many of us and very likely could be very meaningful to you as well. And also I should add, if you are coming from the U.S., well, those uh, particular conversion currency change rates uh, work very well in your favor. <laughs> I will say that. And so this just might be once you take USD to Canadian dollars into account, it might be one of the least expensive astrology events that you are going to attend. So I hope that you will join us. If you can't join in person, we have a virtual element to this as well. And you can get all the talks online. And yes, if you can't come out to Calgary, we will miss you. And yet you can join us online. So you can join us at canadianastrologyconference.ca. This upcoming live event in Calgary, Alberta, I am going to be there my first time in Calgary, and I'm really looking forward to it and connecting with friends and fans in Calgary as well. And yes, check out the website at canadianastrologyconference.ca. Links are in the description below. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for your trust. Thank you for your love. I'm so grateful for all of it. Uh, wow, we've got such incredible events coming up online and in person. And I love community, I have to say. And I love that I'm going to be in new spaces that I haven't been before, including within Canada as well. And so, yes, we are going to have a lot of fun this coming September online or in person. And thank you again for watching. So very grateful for you. It'll be a great week. Enjoy.